Welcome to the Lows to Highs Going Inwards and Growing Up podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so happy that you found my show and that the universe brought you here today. It makes me so happy when this community just gets bigger and bigger. But if you are a returning guest, thank you for being here again. So for those who are joining for the first time, I will give you a short background of myself and this show just so you know what you're getting into. So my name is Karin. I am the author of Beauty in the Stillness and the founder of the brand EC Anu, which is a lifestyle brand and community platform that promotes self-discovery and living in the present moment. And so this podcast is an extension of my book and my brand. So we talk all things mindfulness, presence, self-growth, self-love, entrepreneurship, healing, spirituality, manifestation, and all the other things. (laughs) So before we get into today's episode, it would mean the world if you checked out my book, which is linked in my show notes. It's titled Beauty in the Stillness. And it is a poetry and essay book that explores the transformative power of mindfulness and reflection through personal anecdotes, reflections, and practical advice. The goal is for all of you who read this book to connect with your true self, your inner self, overcome past traumas, cultivate self-love and gratitude, and ultimately just live a more abundant and present life. And so if you don't already follow this show and my Instagram, and if you haven't read the book yet, please subscribe, follow, engage, order the book, message me your thoughts, and yeah, let's continue building this community. So let's get into today's episode. I hope you guys are all having a lovely start or end or even middle of your day. I'm excited to bring this topic to you guys because... I feel like I get so many messages or questions on, you know, I don't have this thing yet or I'm scared and I don't know what to do to start living the life that I want to live. And I feel like the simple answer is, which is hard to grasp and hard to integrate, is stop waiting for life to be perfect before you start living in the present moment. And I used to be someone, and I feel like I've talked about this either on the show or when I've done interviews where when I was in college, I was that person. I was always waiting until everything was perfect, whether it was my friendships or my career or my health, that I wasn't present, that I wasn't enjoying the moment that I was in, and I wasn't accepting the moment that I was in either. It wasn't until, you know, I started to really work on myself and my thoughts and my beliefs and really start living a life rooted in stillness and in being present that I started to find joy and bliss and peace and euphoria even when nothing was perfect and that's something that I'm really grateful for that I've arrived on and you know the reason why I wanted to pick up my mic is today is because I feel like I've grown a lot in this past summer really And the source of my growth was really my health journey. And I've talked about that millions of times on the show. Basically became aware of something recently where I was just so proud of myself. And I wanted to talk about that. And that's why I wanted to create an episode about this. And 
articulate and explain how you can shift your internal belief system and how you can start seizing all of the moments that you are currently living in even when things aren't ideal or even when there are things you want to still bring into your life and you don't have those things yet but how to make the most of what you currently do have and the place that you are currently in so to give a little backstory i am headed to spain this evening which i am so excited about this episode will probably come out by the time I'm there, but I booked this trip about three, four months ago with um, two of my girlfriends. And the thing with me in traveling is I love to travel. I think it is the best way to spend your money. I think it is the best source of inner transformation and growth it is the best way to relax your nervous system it's the best way to open your heart open your mind and i'm very grateful to say that i've been able to travel around the world even as a as a young child my parents are very much in the same headspace as i am when it comes to traveling and so growing up i've traveled a ton and i know there's so many places i still want to go to and i'm so excited for that but because my health isn't you know perfect over the years i've had this huge fear when it comes to traveling because i don't know how my body is going to feel i don't know how the food is going to you know how my body is going to react to the food you know, being out of my daily routine, like that kind of would give me anxiety and stress. And for the first time on this trip, I think it's because of all the work that I'm doing specifically with letting go of subconscious beliefs and really working through my fears and my anxieties when it comes to my health. This is the first trip where I'm like, I'm fine. I'm so safe. I have everything that I need within me. I have a very specific way of traveling with when it comes to my supplements and my teas and my things that I do to maintain my gut health and my body health. Like I'm bringing my heating pad in case I have a tummy ache, you know, things like that where I have, I don't want to say control, but I have everything that I need in case shit does hit the fan. And that helps me feel really safe. But in the past, despite prepping and planning and whatever, I would still have that fear of what if I feel bloated or what if I, you know, can't go to the bathroom or like what if I feel sick or this and that. And for some reason, like I'm traveling this evening and I'm like, I'm good. I have nothing to be scared of. I have everything that I need. I know that because I'm traveling and I'm going to be on a beach and I'm going to be eating really delicious food that's way healthier than the food in America, I'm safe. And it's really a mindset game, right? It's really like those subconscious beliefs that shift the energy with what you interact with the world. And I know that, you know, I was listening to an episode the other day and they were saying how you know, why is it that whenever we're on vacation, the food doesn't affect us, we sleep better, um, we're more happy, we're more, you know, more blissful, we're more at peace, we're more calm. And it's like, yeah, you're on vacation, obviously you're going to feel those things. But the reality of it is your nervous system is balanced. 
you know, your stress is decreased, your worries and your anxieties decrease. And so now I have this intuitive feeling like there's something transformative going to happen to me in Spain when it comes to starting to over, like really overcome those fears and that healing that I'm, I've been really seeking. But I'm also really grateful that I've arrived in this current place. And I'm also really, you know, of feeling that inner peace and limiting those fears. But I'm also really grateful for my past self, my the person I was four months ago, who despite the fear, she was like, you know what, I'm going to book this trip because I want to travel and I want to make beautiful memories and I'm young and I don't need to wait until my body is fully healed until I can start enjoying my life. Because the, like, the things that I regret in my life, and I don't have many, are things I didn't do because I was waiting for things to be perfect before I went after it. And so that's what inspired me to come on and talk about this. Now, I want to start off by explaining or sharing a quote from one of my favorite Disney movies, which is called Soul. It came out, I think, in 2020. I watched it during COVID is what I remember. And to be honest, it's like one of my favorite Disney movies of this time, of this generation, I guess. And it is such a beautiful movie. If you have not seen it, please watch it. It's one of those life-altering, mindset-shifting, touches-your-heart type of movies. And because it's animated, it just makes it even more you know, sweet and magical. But basically, in the movie... This guy is a musician and he's constantly like waiting until things are perfect to go after his dreams and to like find his purpose in life. And by the end of the movie, he arrives at this place where he's been wishing and dreaming about for his entire life. And he says this quote, which I think is so relatable. And I want to I want to just read what the quote was. And I saw this on TikTok the other day and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy I was reminded of this. He goes, it's just that I've been waiting on this day for my entire life, but I thought I'd feel different. And I like when he said that, I was like, wow, isn't that so relatable? Like once we arrive somewhere, we're like, wait a minute, like this feels, thought it would feel different. You know, like I thought I would feel happier. I thought I would feel more at peace. I thought I would feel more excited. And then you get there and you're like, huh, like the journey was actually the fun part. And now that I've arrived, like, yeah, this is cool. But when you put so much emphasis on the final result, it kind of takes the joy out of the process of getting there. And then once you arrive, you realize, wait a minute, I didn't even savor all of the moments leading up to this current moment. And maybe that's why I'm not appreciating it or it's not feeling as though or as what I thought it would feel. And then after the main character says this, his I don't even know who the woman in this, like what her role was in the movie, but she explains this story to him. And I was like, wow, this is a great way to articulate this message. She goes, I heard this story about a fish and he swims up to an older fish and says, I'm trying to find this thing called the ocean. The ocean, says the older fish. That's what you're in right now. This, says the younger fish, this is water. What I want is the ocean. And like, pause on that for a second, rewind and re-listen to that entire piece. Often we don't even realize that the moment that we're currently in is actually some of the prayers we used to whisper because we spend so much time looking for better 
but we're actually already in some of the blessings we used to once wish for, we used to try to manifest. And, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side, but like sometimes we need to take a step back and observe like everything we do have, like all the things we should be grateful for. Um, and, you know, nothing will ever be enough for you if you don't appreciate what you currently have. Because until you, once you get the next thing, you're going to be like, okay, I want the next thing. And then once you get that, you're like, okay, what else can I get? And you realize none of this stuff fills me. Like you're still searching to fill a void in your heart when at the end of the day, that void could only be filled with gratitude and love for the current life that you live. And one thing that I really believe, and this is just with presence in, in totality, is that your entire life is composed of nows. That's it. Like the past doesn't exist. The future hasn't come yet. Like in order to, to have the future you want, you need to make the most of the present moment. So if you are, you know, wishing away a future or if you're stressed or waiting life to be perfect, you're actually wasting the present moment, which in turn, which actually you could be using to set your future up for success for what you want to have. So let's say you know, you are seeking this feeling of pure happiness and pure bliss or pure joy or freedom. What are you doing today that's allowing you to feel that? What makes you think you need to have another thing or achieve another goal or be at another place in your life for you to feel that? You could, you have a choice. Every single second, we have a choice to feel what we want to feel, to be who we want to be. But the only way you could experience those things is by seizing the moment you're in and bringing them into reality in the present moment. Another thing that I wanted to explain is um, I was just finishing the book, The Untethered Soul, which opened my mind in so many ways and I highly recommend this book if you are trying to free yourself from yourself. I'm someone who overthinks and I get overwhelmed and stressed and anxious and that book just taught me like I'm not my thoughts and I can choose to feel differently or see things differently and it just I want to reread it over and over again. I underlined basically like every page um, but one of the like last few chapters is about death which sounds very morbid but it was a very positive way of looking at things. And basically in the book, the author is Michael Singer. He basically explains that like the two constant confirmed things in lifetime is that you are born and you die. Like that's it. You're born, you have 20 years, 50 years, 100 years, and then you die. So what are you doing with that time you have on earth? Because life is a gift. Like the fact that you are here breathing and living in this current moment in time is remarkable and you have one life to live and it's up to you to seize that life to be who you want to be to achieve your goals to to manifest what you want to manifest to you know feel fulfillment feel happiness feel joy and it's never too late to feel those things like even if you're listening and you're 60 years old and you're like I feel like I wasted my entire life, like I'm so old now, like it's too late to start over. No, 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 no. I'm here to tell you it's never too late to start over. Once you become aware of it, you have the opportunity to start changing your life one step at a time. And don't make that feel like it's an overwhelming feeling. It's like, feel excited. Like I have the power to design the next 10 years of my life or the next 30 years of my life. How beautiful is that? But one thing he wrote in the book was, 
because we know we have a timestamp, that's why people try to seize their life. Because let's say we were, you know, immortal, we would just waste every day. We wouldn't seize the opportunities. We would always have tomorrow to, you know, to bet on, or we could wait until three years from now to go after our dreams, or we could wait 10 years to do this, do that, to travel, blah, blah, blah. But because we have a timestamp, the reality is we don't have a lot of time to do everything we want to do. And so in the book, he said, if you challenge yourself to live as though you only had one week left, okay, imagine like I came to you and I was like, all right, you have one week left. What are you going to do? Who do you want to be? You have one week left. What would you be doing with whom? What would you say? What would you feel? What would you experience? What would you create space for? And what would you let go of? Whatever answer your mind and your heart come up with, that is your intuitive voice speaking. That is the truth of what your underlying desires are without the noise of your mind and the external world clouding that intuitive feeling. And so when I read that, I paused, I put the book down and I was like, oh my God, like, what would I do if it was my last week? And I started to thinking, I was like, well, I wouldn't stress or think anything about my health because I know I'm dying in a week. So let's get that out. I would make sure I spend time with every single human being that I really, really love who impacted my life and have a beautiful farewell conversation. I would make space for pure joy and laughs and experiences. I would partake in activities that I've always wanted to do, like like skydiving or like, I don't know, like trying a new hobby that I haven't had the t- chance or I haven't created the space for. I would do those things. I would eat at my favorite restaurant because, you know, calories don't matter. And like, who cares if I feel bloated after? Like all of these things that we normally put limitations on or we come up with excuses, you start to recalibrate your mind and you're like, wait a minute, what is actually stopping me from doing these things? And it's your mind. It's your mind saying, you know, you're not good enough or you don't have time or you need to save your money or, you know, you have to think about what you're putting in your body and like blah, blah, blah. But it's like, if I only have one week left, like none of that shit matters. And it's also crazy because I also noticed myself being like, I wouldn't buy anything. I wouldn't spend my money on a car. I wouldn't buy a bag. I wouldn't, you know, anything materialistic. I would spend it on experiences. I would spend it on traveling. I would spend it on my friends and my family and like showcasing my love. And that question just really made me think. And I realized after listening or reading that, I was like, really like the power is within. And I keep coming back to that phrase, but like, it's your thoughts, it's your mind. You know, our mind does play tricks on us because we're human like that's how that's how we were born and without our mind playing tricks on us how would we ever evolve and grow and you know discover deeper parts of ourselves or be more spiritual or be more intuitive so there's a role for that but it's also that conscious awareness of why am i thinking these things and why am i letting these things consume me and so i want you to ponder about that because you might be listening and you're like wait if i had one week left I would take up that sport that I've had in the back of my mind, but I never, you know, made time for. I would 
start, you know, saying, I would say I love you to the person that I'm scared to say I love you to. I would practice forgiveness and I would apologize or I would apologize for someone I may have hurt. I would, you know, quit my job and like just roam around for a week. Like think about that and, and, and wonder like what is actually getting in the way of, of doing those things. Now to go back to the topic of this episode, which is stop waiting for life to be perfect before you stop living. One thing that I've been trying to do recently, and this is a pure example of me booking my trip to Spain, is that I like, I've always been a planner, I'm a very type A person, but I also am someone who loves spontaneity and being in the moment and going with the flow. And I think there's a really beautiful balance between that. But one thing that I'm really proud of myself, um, which I want you guys to take away, is that before like right before my surgery i remember feeling really bored of life and i was like i have nothing to look forward to like i'm bored like i'm doing the same things every weekend i'm sick of it blah blah blah. and then i was like okay well i can change that and so what i started to do is i started to to book and make plans like a month or two out i would book weekend trips i would buy concert tickets i would you know i book my travel i book my trip um, a workout class, like I would text my friends a month, like distant friends a month in advance. Hey, haven't seen you in months. Want to grab dinner? Let's book it for, you know, a month from now because we're both so busy. And so by the time summer went through, I was like, I have fun plans and different things and I'm seeing all these people that I haven't seen in a while. Like go me. Like I, life is fun. Life is exciting. And You know, there was a part of me when I was, you know, booking all these things or making these plans of how am I going to feel that day? I wonder what my health is going to be like, 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 am I going to, you know, be in pain? Am I going to not feel good? Or what if I'm like really busy with work and da, 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 da. And then I was like, I'm not waiting for my life to be perfect because odds are like, we never know what's going to happen. Odds are that day that I have, I'm going to a concert, I may wake up and feel amazing, Right. So who, who, what do I know in the present moment of what's going to happen in the future? You know, time may come, like I'm going to Spain for a week and a half and like I was really worried about my job and like what if things are really busy and what if, are my, is my team going to handle things if like when I'm gone because I manage a lot. And then I was like, work is always busy. So I'm not going to wait until work isn't busy to start traveling. Like that's not how it goes. I have, I've earned days off from my job. Like I'm going to use that. And so this summer has really been remarkable because yes, I've been in pain and my health hasn't been great, but it's the little moments of joy that I, I guess like pre-planned for that make life worth living. Like that's what I get up in the morning. I'm like, I have this fun plan or I'm doing this or blah, blah, blah. And despite the pain, I'm like, at least I have that to look forward to because that's me acting as my higher self. You know, even with, you know, I'm traveling for two weeks, but what I know, like whenever I travel, like I feel like we all go through this, like we never want to come home. We just want to be in that relaxed state of mind forever. Um, And so what I proactively did, which goes back to this quote for the untethered soul, I have been wanting to get into a physical hobby for a very long time outside of just working out. And I've tried tennis, I've tried golf and like I did it. I'm not good. And one thing that I've been really feeling called towards is getting into equestrian or like horseback riding. 
And I was talking with my friend Jean that I met through Instagram and she was telling me that she just started taking lessons and how healing it's been and how challenging it is, but how therapeutic it is. And I was like, oh my God, I'm taking that as a sign that I need to do this. And so a few weeks ago, I booked my first riding lesson for September. And now, even though my trip is only going to be like two weeks, I have something to look forward to. And who knows, like I may wake up that day and my back might be hurting or I may not feel good, but... I'm not even worried about that because I I know that that activity is going to bring me joy. I also have concerts lined up. I have plans with friends from like a month and a half out. And that's what is so beautiful because I'm not waiting for my health to be perfect or my finances to be perfect before I start enjoying my life because we only have one life and I'm young. I'm 26. And these are the years to do this type of shit, to like risk and, you know, try things and fail and you know be with people and spend time with friends and make new friendships and all the things and even if you're older than me it's like nothing is stopping you besides yourself you know so if you are someone listening and you're like i'm waiting until i'm in the perfect relationship before i can start traveling or start experiencing things or doing these activities i'm gonna stop you right there go do it yourself Take yourself on a date. Go to the museum you've wanted to go to. Take a day trip to that town you've been wanting to to visit. You know, go see the movie you've been wanting to see for a few months. Don't wait for other people to start living. Don't wait until you're in that perfect relationship to start feeling love, to start feeling joy, to start feeling like just peace. If you're waiting for your job to be perfect or until you have the perfect job to start me to start really enjoying the hours of nine to five Monday through Friday, stop right there. Quit your job or find a new job or be grateful for having an income and think about what else could I be doing after work that could provide some level of fulfillment that I'm not currently getting at my job. Take up a hobby, figure out what your purpose is, you know, find joy in creating whatever that looks like to you. If you are someone you're like, I've had this business idea for so long and fear keeps getting in the way, imposter syndrome keeps knocking at my door and I know in my heart I want to go for it, but like I'm scared because I would have to quit my job and I, I, don't, I won't have a steady income or, you know, what will people think? I'm going to stop you right there. Do you want to wake up in five years and regret not going after it? Or do you want to take baby steps today to start bringing that dream into life because that dream was planted in you for a reason? And the more you prevent yourself from exercising that or bringing that to life, not only are you doing a disservice to yourself, but you're doing a disservice for the people who could benefit from your creativity, from your work, from your art, from your business. Think about them. Think about yourself, but like think about them as well. Um, if you're someone like me who you know struggles with health and chronic illness or not feeling safe in your body or whatever it is, or even if it's like I can't, you know, you're struggling with your weight or your appearance, I'm gonna be so real with you. Even when you feel your best or look your best, if you don't have inner fulfillment and joy, that's not gonna change anything. 
like I remember I used to struggle with my weight years ago and I had a very bad relationship with food and I always thought like once I'm skinny or once I have my dream body life will be perfect and here I am very grateful to say that I have my dream body I love the way that I look but now that I'm here I'm like okay well I have my dream body which is great but I still have worries and stresses and anxiety and life still isn't perfect and even with my health like I'm still not fully healed but that's not stopping me because going back to the quote from soul it's like you could be waiting for your entire your that day where you're finally healed or when you finally have your dream job or when you finally are in the relationship you've been trying to manifest and then you might get there and you might you know think you would feel different so i guess to wrap all of this up is like instead of you know spending so much time looking for better or looking for life to be ideal start living right now and living life could mean differently for everyone you know we all have different desires and passions and a, a lifestyle that we want to bring into our lives but nothing is stopping you other than the words and the beliefs that you tell yourself before i wrap this up i'm gonna read a poem from my book called beauty in the stillness and this is from the on growth chapter and the title of this poem is called take a detour and i think a lot of you will relate to this or at least it might recalibrate your mind or it might make you reconsider how you spend the rest of your day today or the rest of your life so here we go take a detour at every present moment, you have two paths to choose from, one that leads to growth or one that leads to safety. Our ego tells us to stay safe, but we've been on that trail before. Maybe we should try switching paths and see what happens. Maybe the first step is when everything changes. Rewind 30 seconds and re-listen to that or also buy the book. <laughs> So you could dive deeper on that chapter and the rest of the words. But I want you to realize that at every moment, you have a choice. You have a choice to be the version of yourself you're trying to manifest in the current moment. Or you can keep waiting and wallowing and feeling the fear and feeling the anxiety and feeling stressed. You have a choice. So make one that counts and if it's scary jump being scared is a good thing because it, it means you're about to do something very brave and when you're brave i promise you will be rewarded all right that's it for today i hope this episode resonated and please send me a message or share it with your friends on your instagram page if you think anyone else could resonate with it as well much love to you guys now i'm gonna go be on a beach in Spain and live my best life. <laughs> Love you guys so much. Bye.